Yes, sir. Ski, you are tuned in to another edition of Infinite Vibes. I'm Moran, the man, and I'm in the presence of easily one of the best things in recent memory coming out the Bay Area. Come on. Please introduce yourself to our listeners, King. Go by the name of Simba, man. Go by the name of Simba all the way from the Bay Area, California. Feel good to be here, bro. Yeah, man. It feels good to see you, man. Um, So I'm going to tell a little quick Simba story. Okay. I okay. actually met you before, but okay. I had dreads back then, so I probably look like a different person. Okay. So last year, I was with my people. We was doing media in LA for the BET Awards. Okay. We was on Hollywood Boulevard at Ski Spot. And we got an inquiry from a guy named Simple. Okay. Now me, I'm that type of person. If they telling me about you in California, you must be popping, right? Yeah, yeah. He pulled up, did a cool interview, and as you left, everybody was like, yo, that guy's about to be one of the next biggest artists. Yeah. That guy right there. And literally almost a year later, well, definitely over a year later, you just then took over, bro. Nah, man. Um, a lot of work went into it. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my team. Atlantic Records, shout out to Star Island. Mm -hmm. uh, we got a good thing going on. You know, we understanding, um, you know, how to break a, a new rapper. You know, I feel like rap has been a lost art mm -hmm. um, the past, not rap, well, lyricism yeah. has been a lost art the past few years to where, we you know, we always get that stain on us to where we can't make songs, mm. we ain't cool enough, you know, all these different things, so... We as a team, you know, that's something we spoke about over the last two years and how to cut through that. So yeah. I can't take all the credit, man. I got to get the credit to my team before anybody. Shout out to your team. Yeah. Because um, I can honestly say, um, musically, when I listen to you, I've definitely, I've heard your growth yeah. from, from a year ago to now. Like, you have definitely grown a lot. Yeah. And when it comes to just lyrics alone, you are absolutely on an elite level, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's, You're welcome. That, that means a lot, bro. It's... It's one thing when you hear that in the neighborhood. It's mm -hmm. another thing when you hear it in the city. But when you start moving around the world and people are saying it, it's real validating, bro. Yeah. So I, I truly appreciate that. Oh, gee, man. So, yeah, man. So let's talk to me about your 2022 because yeah. every time I look up, somebody bringing you out yeah. or you dropping some bars about some real controversial things that people talk about, like Brittany Renner. You know, you, you, you're doing your thing. So talk to me about you. Shout your out year. to Brittany Renner. Shout out to her, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nah, man. I feel like um, a lot of us, man, as artists, man, sometimes we get in these positions and we get lazy. Mm. Right, we don't want to get out here and we don't want to work. Mm. And uh, for me, I'm I'm a pandemic baby, mm. so I didn't really have the um the benefit of moving around. Once my first project dropped and when I first got signed, I had to sit in the house for two years. Right, so I've been waiting like a caged dog, bro, mm. to, to to get out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and connect with everybody. So it's never nothing I'm trying to miss, whether it's a broccoli city fest or a. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Whatever it may be, a rolling loud, anything, I'm trying to be at everything to get out and like let people know who I am because there's a lot of people that know my name but may not know my face yeah. or know who I am. So I feel like it's important for me to like get out and show them who I am and what I'm about. Yeah. So talk to me about the feeling of having all this music and you can't go nowhere and perform it. Like what does yeah. that what did that do to you as an artist? It depressed me for a little bit. Sheesh. I was I was like depressed like uh I would say April of 2021 till about September. Wow. I was kind of in a like a bad mindset. Like I, I always keep working mm -hmm. and always had things going on, but it was, I felt like my time came and passed me. Mm -hmm. I was feeling like I had all this like 
hype around me, LeBron posting me, Shaq posting me, yeah. all these different people rocking with me, and I can't get out and do nothing, and it's just slowly dying out. Um, but I kept going. Yeah. You know, I kept going, and one day I was in the studio with my homie Cass, and I was complaining to him about it. Mm. And I was like, bro, I just feel like everybody's saying this, and I can't get out and do this. He was like, bro, you worried about the wrong things. Mm. He was like, you looking for results. Results take time. And the minute he said it, mm. it just no it pun clicked. intended. <laughs> it, it literally clicked in my head like boom. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to be working on. That's the next project. And I just went to the studio every day with that mindset: if results take time, enjoy the process. Like mm-hmm. quit looking for the results and just get out here and do the work. Yeah, that's real. Because I feel like one thing about the pandemic, at least what I learned from it, yeah. like it really. We ain't got no control over none of this. Nothing, the, bro. Like, honestly, like... At any given moment, like, life could change. For, literally. And, it, we, like, we can't do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing when it's, uh, you know, the, the, the cable got cut off, right? You get right. evicted. You could go get some money and fix that. Yeah. But when it's a virus going around that's killing people and they telling you you can't go to work and yeah. everything is shut down, it's nothing you could do. Nothing. So you just stuck trying to figure it out and... For me, like, I, I be telling my mom all the time, like, they be saying that, you know, old people always got them afraid. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Well, y'all generation ain't living a pandemic. <laughs> y'all ain't go through yeah. what we going through today with that technology part. and all these things. So it's something is new under the sun. That you know? part. So you don't, you don't have no brochure on how to deal with it. You ain't got no older people who's been through it. Like, what was the last pandemic, like, the Right. Years, literally, nah, like it was one, I want to say literally 99 years before the one we went through. You see what I'm like, saying? Like, yeah. Like, who do we know from 99 years ago? Nobody. Part of our family that could tell us how to deal with that. Nobody. So it's like, you ain't got no brochure on how to get through, so you just figuring it out as you go. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's real, man. So, you know, you got your project out right now. Yes, Results sir. take time. Yes, but before we dive into your project, I want to talk about um, your approach to being an artist because you are from the Bay Area. Yeah. And I'm from Atlanta, but I'm a big fan of the Bay. Like, I've always been a fan of people like Too Short, okay. R.P. Mac Dre. Um, R.P. to the Mac. Yeah, of course, E-40. So when I listen to you, um, I would say... To the average person, they probably wouldn't think you were from the Bay. Yeah, they probably wouldn't think that. Yeah. So where does you know your sound and your growth? As far it's as crazy as bro, it's a lot of Bay Area artists like me. The thing is, the hyphy movement put a stain on us to where it made us look like we all one way. I've definitely heard that before. Yeah, so yeah. it looks like we all hyphy. We all just ghost. All y'all don't ghost ride the whip. And so I'm I'm really just a product of. A voice in the bay that's never really been heard, mm. right? It's a lot of people like me. It's a LaRusso out there. It's a Rex like Raj out there. It's a Locksmith out there. Uh, hieroglyphics. Mm. You know what I mean, it's it's all kind of lyric. Irk the jerk, Mister Fab. It's all kind of lyricists out Souls there. Souls of mischief. Souls, yeah, like all these did Mac Mall, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's never really highlighted because the hyphy movement was like the our mainstream success of mm. what the industry. Knew us as right. right, so like um, how Atlanta had trap, right? Hyphy was our thing that introduced us to commercial success within the industry, right? And it put a stain on us. Whereas it was a good thing, but it made us look like we was all one way. Mm. And um, me, I moved around a lot as a kid, and I listened to a bunch of different music. I listened to all kind of music, bro, from 
Aerosmith to Kodak Black. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like I, that. I listen to everything, and I'm just a music fan. So when I started making music, I always said I want to make my music broad to mm. where people from all over the world could relate, no matter if you in Atlanta, Detroit, New York, the Bay. Mm. It's something for you to relate to. Yeah, and I can absolutely say this by you breaking down your influences. Yeah. You've definitely done that. Yeah. You, I feel like you have... You got a bar for everybody. For sure. You got a line for everybody. Every but if you situation. look at like artists like Drake, you know, Kanye, like before them, we always thought rappers had to be gangsters. That's that's facts. You know, and then Kanye put the pink polo on. Like Drake came through and like he told people like we used to tell like it's 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 bad to hate on the next man with a girl. Drake told I'm just saying yeah. you do bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he won. And he won. And he won. It made us be more vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I mean? It tell females like, man, you could do better. You yeah. know what I mean? Plan so, yourself. Yeah, it's 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 um I feel like it's gonna always be certain artists in hip hop that come through and just, you know, disrupt things. Yeah. Kendrick was one of those, Cole was one of those. Um, Chance the Rapper, I feel mm. like was one of those. Lil Baby, mm-hmm. uh, Dirt, like you gonna get certain artists that come through and disrupt things. And for me, I'm I'm here for the cool kids, man. You know, yeah. I feel like the cool guy been kind of pushed out of hip hop the past few years. Like mm. they make it seem like you either gotta be super gangster or you on drugs or you emo, but the cool dude that just come through and rock with everybody has kind of been extinct. So mm-hmm. I'm speaking up for us. Yeah, man. Hey, well, thanks for bringing, it back, bringing that back to the forefront. Yes, sir. But speaking of destruction, I just got to say this. I just got to say this, and I want to ask. I just need your honest opinion. Because yeah. for me, one of the biggest snubs of the year had to be the fact that you were not a double XL freshman. Oh, man. We what? go there. Yes, we finna go there because we had these. Go. Me and my we had these conversations. Let's so go. certain people is like, okay, Babyface Ray, that's a shoe in. You know, Baby Tron, shoe in. We just knew Babyface Ray. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's certain people is like, yeah, but we just knew you were gonna be there. Yeah. What happened, bro? Um. Sometimes the industry and the culture don't be in tune with each other. Right, so sometimes um, what's going on in the culture ain't going on in these buildings, and certain conversations ain't being had. And um, I can't honestly say that when they were looking for the freshman list, I was who I am today. Right. Okay. So I didn't have results take time out. Mm. They didn't know I was working with Dr. Dre. Mm. They didn't know that LeBron rocked with me. They didn't know that Kevin Durant rocked with me. They didn't know I had fire in the booth coming. They didn't know I was going to go to Flex and tear it down. They didn't know I had a feature with Roddy Rich coming. They didn't mm-hmm. know 2 Chains was my big dog. They didn't know these things, mm-hmm. right, because they wasn't released yet. And um, that's no slight to them. Right. You know what I mean? It just wasn't on their radar. Mm-hmm. And right when the list came out is when we decided to step outside. You know, I feel like if we would have stepped outside three months earlier, we probably would have been on that radar, but... We wouldn't have got the results that we're getting today because the music wouldn't be where it was. And it was timing with making some of these records. The Roddy record mm-hmm. happened after the Double XL cover came out. Okay. You know, the Two Chains record happened after Double XL came out. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like these things was going on before. Right. And I feel like all I had out there before was a few freestyles and no records to kind of like assess where I was at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, they kind of had to make their decision based off what was going on in the buildings and what they hear from the culture. But we as a culture knew 
Yeah. Okay, this is what's coming. It Absolutely. Should, it should be on there. Because like, as far as freshmen, like yeah. for me, the concept of a freshman is. I feel like me and LaRussell should have been on there. Yeah. You know? Boldy like, James. It's like, I just sincerely knew. should have been on there. But, right. um, you know, it's it's no it's no slight to double XL, man. Vanessa's great. I talk to Vanessa a lot. Uh, she gives me a lot of information. She's a great woman, um, a great person for the culture. Right. You know, but, um. You know, I don't, I don't take it personal at all, bro. You know, shout out to everybody that made the list. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to continue to push and, you know, we'll we, we see what happens. We will. We will. Because right now, the main thing that's happening is your project. You got your Gangsta Grills. Yes, sir. I know that that is a trophy for most rappers. Yes, sir. You got your Gangsta Grills. Shout out to DJ Drama. Yes, sir. Shout results out take time. It take time, big dog. Here we are. So, Talk to us about this project, man. You know, you, you you spoke on it, you know, briefly. You know, it was inspired by the pandemic. Yeah. But when you were putting it together, was it finished? Bef- um, then you went and got drama, or like, how did it? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty much done. I had played drama some music um, in the middle of twenty twenty one, and I just didn't like his reaction. Oh wow! You know, his reaction to it was like he was moving and everything, but it was just like. I could tell he ain't feeling these records the way I want him to feel them. Wow. You know, and I was like, let me go back in and, and let me put more time into these records and really construct the concept. And, um, you know, like I said, I was talking to the homie. Mm-hmm. And he had said, results take time. About a few weeks later, I met Dr. Dre, right? And that gave me a lot of information and a lot of uh, game for real as far as creating music that right. I took into the studio and I had sent drama about a, about four or five songs after I was working with Dre. He was like, boy, you in your bag right now. And I was like, okay, that's the response there we go. that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So I knew right then and there this project was about the process, mm-hmm. right? We've never really seen a rapper come through and give us the truth of what this is like. What yep. this game is like, we we just see them go from zero to a hundred, and that's not realistic. And, and you don't know everything that happened in between. You right. just watching it go. So I felt like it was my responsibility to show people, like, yo, I ain't the biggest artist in the world right now. I don't got the biggest record in the world. I don't got the number one streaming album right now. But I'm gonna get it. Yeah. And until I get it, this is what I went through just to get to this point for y'all to know my name. So now you know my name, it's a whole lot of things that got to come with keeping my name known, mm-hmm. right? And that's what the next project could be about. But up until now, this is everything I had to do to get y'all to know my name. Mm. And I felt like it, it's, it's a blueprint. It's yeah. a blueprint for artists to follow. I say certain lines in there where I'm like, um, um, I'm going to people's sessions, you know. Um, what's that line I said? What? Uh, <laughs> If it wasn't for uh, my mama Haley Mazda, I would have never made it to this point where I get acknowledged. I'm pulling up to people's sessions and nodding while they play their shit, acting like their music's amazing for a relationship, right? Yeah. How many times, like, you have to act like something is cool just to get that relationship to be able to stay in the room and learn more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, all these different feelings comes with these things to where you wonder what goes on on your journey. And I'm just trying to give people information and insight on what that's like to let them know if they seeing these same things and going through these same things. You on the right path. Don't give up. Because sometimes without the information, you be ready to let it all go because you don't know 
what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm just giving them the insight, bro. Nah, I, I think that's very necessary because, like, even with today's time, we live in such an era where everybody think that, you know, all you got to do is just put out one song. Yeah. And, and, and for some people, but like, you do. You, you got some exceptions to the rule. to change your yeah. life. But, you know, you have some exceptions to that rule. But that's not everybody. You know, everybody doesn't have that. You put out this one song and now you're the biggest rapper. Right. And, and you've only been rapping for six months. You know, you got artists like yourself, Kanye, Dre, whoever. Especially you, when you try and lay that foundation. Like, mm-hmm. I never want to be the artist that got to, like, depend on a hit record. Right, you know what I mean. I want to develop my fans and, and and know who they are, so I can speak to them, and they gonna always be there. Right. So if I got a hit, cool. That's gonna make the world love me. But it's people that gonna love me for what I do for them, that regardless. Part. And I gotta take care of them first because that's who gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Hits gonna come. The big features gonna come. Yep. The awards gonna come. But I gotta take care of these people who's been here from the beginning because that's what's going to get me those awards and get me to where I need to go so I got to always service them yeah man well for what I could tell you are definitely doing your thing in that regard thank you man you're welcome man so you pushing this record with you and Roddy Rich yeah I'm just curious to know you know shout out my boy Roddy shout out to Roddy um what was the chemistry like with y'all in the studio or however the record came about you know so me and Roddy been knowing each other for a long time um We've been knowing each other for about three years now. And um, we had a record before this. Okay. The sample couldn't get cleared. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, the sample couldn't <laughs> get cleared. Music industry horror stories. Yeah. And and then um, the pandemic hit. Mm. Right? So it was literally he dropped, please excuse me for being anti-social. Mm-hmm. We had a record that was due to come out that following February. Couldn't get cleared. Then the pandemic happened in March. Mm. So it was just kind of like, man, ain't no point, right? Because right. I wasn't dropping music. Wasn't nobody really dropping music. Right. He had the box going crazy. Insane. My boy Diamond now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, man, we'll revisit something when the time is right. Right. And I'm just a fan of him because I seen him go from nothing to something. Right. Like I remember when the first day I met him, I had a studio. He came by my studio because one of my homies I was working with at the time wanted a feature from mm-hmm. and somebody I knew had knew him. So he came through, him and Kiefer, and uh, he was like, yeah, we'll knock it out. I'm going to be in the studio tonight. Y'all pull up. We had pulled up, and that was the night he recorded every season, mm-hmm. right? He did every season, then he knocked the feature out for my homie. I think it was the following day no it was like two days after he posted the every season video and he had the kids with him right and they were singing the song and academics posted it Mm -hmm. meek mill posted it and it went viral and then every season took off and it was the first time like i kind of got to see somebody make a song put it out and just watch it spread like wildfire right so he's always just kind of allowed me to kind of like watch what's going on Mm -hmm. i was at the box video shoot that's dope. You know what I mean? Like, I I was at his first uh, show at the Palladium when he kicked the tour off. Mm. I flew to Portland to watch his show. <laughs> like, just just being a, a, a homie and a real fan of him. And um, he had came through. It was about two or three weeks before we was closing out the project. And um, Dallas had played him the whole project in totality. And he heard Never Change. And he was like, pull it up. That's beautiful. Was like, pull it up. And he went in there and just knocked it out. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, so that's like your real, like, industry friend, label mate. Nah, I, I rock with Roddy, like, heavy, bro. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't even just about the industry and the label mate. Like, I, 
if we wasn't on the same label, you know what I mean? I rock with bro heavy. Like, whoever he got a problem with, I'm going to have a problem. That's my <laughs> guy. You know what I'm saying? I rock with bro. That's good, yeah. man. And y'all from the same state, so. Yeah, for sure. That West Side connection is powerful. For sure. Well, man, I just want to tell you, man, thank you so much for pulling up to Atlanta after dark. Hot 107.9. Thank you for having me, man. Oh, gee, man. Um, like I said, whatever you need, however I can help and support you, you know, just hit me. Don't hesitate. Just keep playing that never change. I got you. I'm playing that never change for your boy. I got you, man. <laughs> so closing words, man. You know, what are some advice that you could provide to anybody that's just trying to get like you, man? They might be up grinding. Just, hey, man, I'm just trying to get it in like simple. Stay in it. Stay in it. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where it's going to come from. You don't know how it's going to happen. But if you believe in yourself and you continue to do it, things will open up. Doors will open up. You'll meet certain people. The best ability is availability. Yeah. You know, don't ever put somebody else's dream before yours. I'm not going to encourage nobody to quit their job to just go chase rap. But if you believe you should, do it. Right. If you believe in yourself enough to get out here and make it work, go do it. But just stay in it. Don't give up. Just yeah. Stay stay at it every day. Stay consistent. And on that note, Simba. Yes, sir. Results take time. Out Stream down. it. Download it. Listen to it. Get that. Support. Let's get it. Shout out to the Bay Area. Hey man. Keep winning, King. My dog. Appreciate you, brother. RG. Infinite vibes. Simba is in the building.